Yes, people, it is Wednesday and we are back with another chin check. So today we are looking ahead at um, the big heavyweight clash at the weekend. Alistair Overin, Alexander Volkov. Oh, it all goes down. So people saddle up. Let's get popping. Okay, so the UFC is back on Saturday. It is headlined by a big one. The heavyweights, people. We've got Alistair Overeen against Alexander Volkov. It's a six-fight main card and an eight-fight prelims. So, yeah, that's right, people. It's a fat one. 14 fights here as of right now. <laughs> now we all know things can happen, right? All know things can happen, but yeah, as of right now, that's what we're playing with. And we start off with a catchweight fight between Ode Osborne and Denny's Bondar. Yeah, so I think both normally fight at bantamweight, but yeah, this is a uh, you know a late addition. To um to everything. So Psycho, he's um fourteen and two, on a thirteen fight win streak. Yeah, thirteen fight win streak, which is you know pretty damn impressive, and no wonder it is leading to this debut in the UFC. So um yeah, Bondo's last fight was um. August last year, right? He beat um, Keenan Jeff Jeffali by a rear naked choke, and um, yeah, when you look at his record, he's you know, got multiple different types of submissions: knee bar, rear naked, triangles, arm bars. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he can do it all. So he's got all of that, and he's also got TKO, you know, finishes as well. So definitely dangerous. And he, he's going up against um, Osborne, you know, the Jamaican sensation, who's 8-3 and won no contest. You know, coming off a loss in his last fight, which... Um, yeah, the last fight was, uh, gosh, was it Brian Keller? Yes, yeah. I mean, this was, I mean, because I think Osborne was coming in with a lot of hype, right? And um, yeah, Keller, I think it's just that seasoned experience, right? Now that was at UFC two forty six, McGregor v Cormier, um. So January last year, that was the last time he fought. He came to the UFC via the Contender Series in 2019. Had an armbar win um, off over Armando Villarreal. You know, so yeah, Osborne, he, you know, he himself, he's got very good, um, you know, submissions. Won a lot by submission. He can also um, win by TKO as well. So yeah, it does seem to be a pretty, um, a 
pretty even fight on that terms, you know, pretty even fight, now, hmm, it's a tricky one, people, is a tricky one, I mean, Osborne, yes, he, he is now, fought, he's fought in the UFC, and uh, Bondor has not, I think Bondor, you know, he's coming in, man, you know what I mean, he hasn't lost in a while, right, so I think the confidence coming into this one, yeah, I, I'd say maybe Bondor gets to win, but, you know, Osborne can definitely, you know, end this fight too, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Bondor here. We then go to uh, the um, featherweight division. We've got Song Wu Choi against Yazuf Zalao. So um, yeah, another very good fight, right? So Sting, he's eight and three, coming off a win in his last fight. Um, hmm. Actually, hold on. Yes, he got a win over Suman Mokhtarian, um, December 2019. So, yeah, he's been out for a while. So, this was the card, I believe, that was in South Korea. The one headlined by Zombie and Frankie Edgar. Yeah, and it was definitely good because you know he'd lost his previous two fights, so um, yeah, he probably needed that win. So you know he's coming into this feeling a bit more confident. I would definitely say. So when you look at um look at the record, he's got a few wins by um by TKO. You know what I mean? A, a jumping knee, like, uh, by hands. So, um, yeah, he, he comes with that, right? Now, he's going up against the Moroccan devil, who's 10-3. and three. He's coming off a loss in his last fight, but, yo, that was against Iliad Tupura, who, man, he, he has looked... Sensational in his um his fights in the octagon so far, so uh, yeah it, that that's nothing to um be ashamed of. And Zalao, he looked so good in um you know he's he's two U he's three UFC wins and his LFA win got him into the UFC. So, you know, uh, it, it, it's, it's nothing to kind of look at Zalao and think, eh, I'm not sure. You know, I think Lazao is, yeah, he's legit, right? And, you know, Lazao, Zalao even, he's, uh, he's got submissions as well as TKOs. So I think he's coming into this fight with the advantage, with slightly more tools and, yeah, I think that's what the difference is going to be, you know, and also, you know, he's allowed for last year where um, Choi didn't, so I'm going to say that, um, yeah, Zalao will get the win in, uh, in that one, right, so then that leads us to uh, the first of our ladies' fights, 
It's a flightweight clash. We have got Molly McCann against Laura um, Procupia. So, when we take a look, you know what I mean? Procupio, you know, she is 6-1. and one, Coming off a loss in her last fight, which was against uh, Carl Rosa, who's actually on the card as well. Now, that was her UFC debut. You know, it was uh, August 2019, so she has been out for a little while. Um, before that, you know, she was yeah, just winning, right? Um, now... It looks like she had a couple of submissions and the rest were decisions, you know? So there is that. And old Meatball McCann, she's 10 and 3. She's coming off a loss in her last fight as well. Now, her last fight was July last year. It was, uh, you know, she was on Fight Island. She lost to Talia Santos. Really did get bullied in that fight. So it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, how she bounces back from that one. Now, this will be her fifth fight in the UFC. No, her sixth fight in the UFC. You know, she she lost her debut, but that was against Gillian Robertson. You know what I mean? So this is a tough fight. Uh, but then won the next three. You know, so, um, yeah, we, we've definitely seen big improvements from McCann. And, you know, the grit that she has in there to get those wins, right? So, McCann, she's tough, right? She's, she's won a few fights by TKO. Um, so, yes, I think it's going to be... It's going to be a tricky one. I think McCann comes in with the more experience. She fought last year. I'm going to say that old Molly, you know, I think she's going to be able to uh, get the win. You know? That's what I think. So, um, next up, people, we have got a another good fight. Right? We... Um, we move to the women's bantamweight division, okay, and, uh, yeah, as mentioned, we have Carl Rosa, right, against Jocelyn Edwards, who we recently, you know, saw make a, a splendid debut over on Fire Island, you know, so, um, you know, Rosa, she is 13 and 3. And she's currently on a four-fight win streak. So, not bad, right? Not bad at all. Her last fight was in uh, July last year. She beat Vanessa Mello. And that was at UFC 251 on the Usman Mazdaral fight card. All right, so, um, yeah. I think she also beat, um, well, yeah, I just said that, didn't I? <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I think injuries have plagued her a little bit, with which has impacted her ability to, you know, just get fights. But, you know, she's, um, you know, she's got a good skill set, 
Definitely got a good skill set. She's won by decision. She's won by submission. And um, she's also got TKOs. You know? So, yeah. You know, she's legit. And she is going up against La Pantera. Right? Who is 10-2. and two, Coming off two wins in her last fights. And one of those was against um, Yunnan Wu. Right, which we saw um, in July on the Holloway Cater card. And she did look very good. You know, very good. And at some point you did think, oh, is she going to be able to finish this fight? So, yeah, impressive, man. You know, she's, uh, yeah, she's got TKOs. She's got submissions. You know, she trains under Master Vic. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... I, that says a lot, right? Just tells us that yeah, she is, you know, she knows her way on the ground, right? So, I'm gonna say that Pantera, I'm feeling that she's gonna be able to get this one done. You know, she's gonna, as I yeah, I think a win over Rosa will be a nice scalp for her, and I think that's people that that's what we're gonna see. Yeah, I feel that um. Edwards can get it done. So, we're halfway through the prelims. And next, we go to a another catchweight fight. So, um, technically, both usually fight at lightweight, right? We've got Justin Janus against Devonte Smith. Yeah. Now, King Cage, he's uh, 10 and 2. Coming off a loss in that, you know, his last one. But, yo, that was, uh, you know, karma worthy, right? Which, yeah, worthy, he just hit so damn hard. So damn hard. Yo, plus, they are training partners, you know, so, um, training partners, friends. So, it was a weird fight, because before that, you know, Smith, he was, um, yeah, he he had done the same as what Worthy had been doing to others, right? Won his two um, UFC fights, Julian Arosa and Dong Hong Ma, uh, with um, huge, you know, huge knockouts in the first. You know, he got to the UFC via the 2018 Contender Series, via, you know, big elbows. So, yeah, Avante Smith is, he's deadly, man. Like, he's also got, you know, he's got a submission win as well. So, he does know something on the ground. It's not just all heavy hands, right? Now, he's going up against guitar hero, Chainus, who is 16 and 6. He's, uh, yeah, coming off two losses, Right, coming off two losses, which um, the last being Gabriel Benitez, which was at the end of last year, you know, so that was on, I think that was on the Hanansen um, Vittori card, yeah, uh, so yeah, lost to Benitez, lost to um, Gavin Tucker before that, 
in August. Now, he was, you know, he came to the UFC late notice, got a huge win over Frank Camacho in June. So, you know, he was riding that, but yeah, just didn't go, um, didn't go as well against Gavin Tucker and then Gabriel Benitez. But, you know, Janus, you know, he's tough. He's shown that, right? He's won um, also by, uh, you know, TKO and submission, right? But I kind of feel that Devontae Smith has that different kind of power. You know what I mean? He's got that power that will just melt you. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to say that, um, yeah, Smith, he gets to win. He's fighting out of Factory X as well, and we know that's a great team. You know, I mean, Janus is, t- you know, extreme couture, so another good team. But, yeah, I just think Smith's power, whew, that's something, right? So then we, uh, oh, where are we? We jump to the featherweight division, and we've got Timur Valev against Martin Day. I think both have fought in the bantamweight, so I don't know if this is a permanent move up, or it's just because, you know, it was a late addition, and, um, yeah, you know, they're like, ugh. Can we just not have to cut the weight? <laughs> All right. So, um, you know, the Spartan Martin Day people, you know, he's on an eight and five record. Eight and five. It's coming off three losses. Coming off three losses, which is tough. You know what I mean? Fears. Yeah, hasn't won in the UFC yet. Hasn't won. Made his debut in November 2018. Lost to Lu Pinyang. He then, you know, fought. Yeah, he was out for a while, right? He then fought Davy Grant, UFC 251. Usman out lost that. Then, you know, fought later in the year, Anderson de Santos, and he lost that one. Ah, you know, very tough. Right, and he did, he was looking good in those fights, that's the thing, it's not like he's a bum, no, he's looking good, he just got caught, right, which, um, yeah, it's got to suck, definitely got to suck, right, but you, you definitely kind of feel that if he loses this one, it is probably going to be it. Right now, he is won by submission, and he's won by a TKO. So he does have the skills, you know. It's just about seeing is it gonna go his way. Now, lucky, he's sixteen and two, won no contest. He's on a six-fight win streak. So yeah, it's um, you know. It's definitely uh, going to a tough test for Day, but, but, you know, this is only his second fight in the UFC. He drew his first one, which was against Trevon Jones, right? So, um, 
that was in August, um, yeah, August last year, no, actually didn't draw it, okay, so someone got popped, because, yeah, um, yeah, I think Valid won that fight, but it got turned around, Anki got, someone got popped for weed, Mm. yes, I think, I believe that is, um, what happened, okay, that's fine, you know what, no, I remember this fight now, yeah, no, Valev was looking so good, Valev was looking really good, and then Jones came back and knocked him out, yes, that was it, so yeah, that's why that's a no contest, so technically he did lose his last fight, right, so even though it's been changed to a no contest, you do know you lost your last fight, so you're coming in against Day knowing that, which I think does change things up a little, and I think it also, it, it lets Day know, right, that, yeah, he could, you know, he could get in there, so, Valev, he was meant to be fighting Julio Arce as well, but Arce dropped out at the last moment, yeah, and, yeah, so there's that different, you know, he was training for a different style, so there are different factors, you know, coming into this fight, now, Valev, you know, he is, he's legit as fuck, right, he's, um, you know, he's, Ground out a lot of decisions, you know, he can go, he can go, right, but he's also got TKOs, and he's also got, um, a, a few submissions, right, so, um, yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough fight here, tough fight, you know what, I'm gonna say that Day gets to win, now, Valev, he is very good, I think I'd normally say Valev, but I'm going to say because, you know, they needs this win, right? Needs this win to stay in the UFC, most likely. Unless he got a, he made a deal because he took the fight on short notice. But, yes. So, I feel that Day's going to be coming with everything. And he's got the skill set, right? He's got the skill set to win. So, yeah, I'm going to um, roll the dice here and say that Martin Day... You know, he gets it done, right? So, yes. Um, so, our next fight, man, we jump all the way up there, right? All the way up there, people. And we've got a light heavyweight clash. Mike Rodriguez against Danilio Marquez. So, Marquez is 10-2. and two. Coming off of three wins in his last fight, right? So, um, yeah, this dude, he's no, he's no joke. So, he won his UFC debut against Cadiz, um, Ibrahimov. Uh, so that was at UFC 253, Adesanya v. Costa, and that took place in September last year. You know, so, um, yeah, he can go to decision, he's 
won a couple by um, submission, rear naked in an armbar. So, um, you know, for a big dude, he, he's got those skills, right? Um, now, he will be going up against Slow Rodriguez, who is 11 and 5, with one no contest. Coming off a very, very controversial loss against Ed Herman, which frankly, he did win, technically. You know, if the fight had been stopped for the body shot which he landed and should have, yeah, he'd have won that fight, but end up losing by Kimura, which is just crazy. Right, so, um, yeah, Rodriguez, he's got an up-and-down record, which, you know, it doesn't really reflect the skills that he has, and, you know, we've seen those skills, but, yeah, then sometimes it just goes a bit south. Uh, now, he came to the UFC via the Contender Series in 2017, um... Yeah, made his debut in April 2018. And yeah, he's kind of gone loss-win. You know, loss-win, loss You know, that's been his thing, really. So, be interesting to see what he does in this fight. Now, I think he can win this fight, for sure. He, like, Rodriguez has that skill set. You know, he's won plenty of fights by a TKO, right? He's also got submissions, you know, on the record as well, so yeah, I'm gonna say Rodriguez gets the win, you know, but uh, yeah, it does all depend on which Rodriguez steps in there, so um, you know, I don't know, we will see on Saturday, people, but that leads us to the main event of the prelims, and this one, whew, it's a battle of the vets, people, it's a battle of the vets, you know, it's a, it's a fun one, so it's a lightweight fight between Michael Johnson and Clay Guida, yep, now the carpenter, he's been in there with everyone, right, he's 35 and 20, coming off two losses in the last fight, which was, um, you know, Bobby Green and then Jim Miller, Right, Bobby Green and then Jim Miller. He did actually fight on the um, you know, Quintet Ultra. I think he was there for the... Uh, I want to say he was there for the WEC. Right? I believe that was the case. Um, so, yeah, you know, he's got submissions. We don't often see them. But yeah, you know, but yeah, he he's um, you know, he he's been there with everyone. It's crazy that he he's he got a win over B J Penn, you know, got a win over G H Penn like Joe Lozon. Man, yeah, he's tough, right? He was winning the fight against Brian Ortega. People remember, he was winning that fight. <laughs> so yeah, like look, we we know what we're getting out of Guida. And we also know about the menace. 
right? He's 19 and 16, which is so weird record. Because Michael Johnson is so much better than that record would make you kind of think, right? He's coming off three losses, which is, again, it's tough. As, you know, especially the last one, right? Because he was winning that fight against Tiago Ice. He won that first round, right? But then in the second round, Ice was able to get him down and get that ankle lock, get the win. Yeah, it was a tough loss. Tough loss. It's also, he was winning the fight against Josh Emmett. Winning that fight, but got caught in the third round. You know, so... There's been some tough, tough rolls of the dice there for, um, you know, yeah, for Johnson. Definitely tough ones. Like, his last win was against Artem Lobov, right, in 2018. So, yeah, it's been tough. It has been, like, he's been in there with Khabib. He's been in there with Gaethje. He beat. Dustin Poirier, you know, being with uh, Diaz, man, Johnson is legit, and I think, I think he's going to win this fight, he's got very, very sharp hands, and, you know, I think he's he's been in there with so many different wrestlers, he's got wrestling too, so I, I he's not going to be easy to take down, and, you know, Guida, yeah, he, he likes to throw, but Johnson, his hands are definitely better, definitely sharper. You know, he's got a better technique. So, yeah, I'm going to say Michael Johnson, he's able to turn it around and he uh, comes out with a win, you know, which will, yeah, that'd be nice to see, right? But that this is a fun fight, a fun fight to see us into that main card, people. Okay, so the main card starts with a rematch, right? We got Diego Ferreira against Benil Dayush in a lightweight division. Which um yeah, it's an interesting one, right? So um, you know, Benny, he is at 19 um 19-4-1. And he's coming off five wins. Okay? Which, yeah, not bad, right? Five wins. And um they like Scott's Holtman, that was the last one. Spinning back fist, right? That was August last year. Then in March last year, on the uh, you know, Adesanya Romero card, UFC forty two forty-eight, right? Where um Yeah, like, Close was winning that fight, right? And then he thought that Dayush was hurt, came in, and Dayush rocked him, put him out, right? Beat Frank Camacho, rear naked choke, Drew Dober, who's been on a tear, and he beat, um, you know, Tiago Moyes, who has looked sensational lately. So, um, yeah. He, he, he's got some really good wins, really good wins, you know, so, um, yeah, we, we've seen a, a good skill set from him, 
right? He can win via decision. You know, he can, uh, you know, win by TKO, right? He's been in the UFC for a long time, right? January 2014, that's when he made his debut against Charlie Brenneman, right? I think Charlie had come off the Ultimate Fighter, if I'm to remember correctly. But, uh... Yeah, yeah, you know, I think because I think he was on the same season as Ramsey Nunjic, who um, you know, Dayush fought next. But yeah, it, it's just been one of those things, man. He he's had a a long record and he's been in there with some top fighters. Right, so um the original um when was the original fight? I can't even remember. Oh, so UFC 179. So on the Aldo Mendes rematch card. So yeah, that was, you know, one of his earlier fights in the UFC. His full fight, in fact. You know, that's where he beat um, Ferreira via, um, via decision. You know, so it was a long time ago, you know. Things definitely would have changed for both fighters. Okay, so um, right now, right, um, Fiera he is seventeen and two, and he's you know, coming off an impressive win streak, six fights. Right, so um, yeah, both decent. You know, and you know, Ferreira's last win was man, he beat Anthony Pettis. Right, got a rear naked on Anthony Pettis, and that was in the, that was January last year on the McGregor Cormier card. No, Gregor Cormier, Gregor M- <laughs> Cerrone, uh, UFC two forty six. You know, so um, yeah, and oh, he's been in there with some tough people. You know, Olivia Aubame Marcier, Jared Gordon. Um, Rustam Kalavev, you know, Marabek Tisimov. He's had some, yeah, tough fights. He's fought Dustin Poirier. You know, that was actually the next fight after Benel Dayush. So, yeah, no easy fights, man. No easy fights. Um, so, yeah, that's, you know, that's what it is, people. You know, both tough, both submissions, um... Yeah, both can win by TKO. I'm probably going to say that the fight is going to go the same way as it did before. I mean, yeah, Dariush, he he's just, um, you know, he's got some decent takedown defense. We've seen him weather storms, you know, as said in that Dakar close fight, right? So, yeah, I, I think that um, Dariush is going to have enough... You know, enough savvy and just that experience and just the elevation of his game. Yeah, so I've, yeah, I'm going to say that Dariush gets it done, right? So um, next we go to the bantamweight division, you know, and we've got Cody Stamen against Asgar Asgar, right? So, uh, yeah, you know, this is an interesting one because, you know, Asgar is a late replacement, right? It was meant to be, um, 
like Marab. That fight dropped. Then Andre Yield stepped in. But unfortunately, Yield, it was, it's COVID-related, right? And I think he had a positive, but then he got two negatives. But even then, you still have to quarantine just for precautions. You know, so you understand it. But, yeah, it's kind of meant that, you know, this is a very, very late um, situation here, which means, you know what I mean, like, I don't know, it does make it fair, because neither, neither are expecting this shit, right, so AK-47, he's 11-1, and one, coming off a win in the last fight, which was against, um, Kevin Worth in the LFA, you know, so this is his UFC debut, yeah, not I don't, you know what I mean not the easiest opponent, but hey, it's never gonna be right. Once you uh, you know you finally make that big jump, it's all gonna be difficult. And um, you know he's he's won via TKO, right? So he's he's got a few TKO wins, and he's got a submission, um, which was the win before the last. You know, so, uh, yeah, you know, he's, he, he, he's tough because he's gone by a lot of decisions, but he's going up against a Spartan, you know, I mean, who's 19-3-1, coming off a loss in his last fight, which was against um, Jimmy Rivera, and Rivera had looked so good in that one. So good in that one. Now, it's so tough a statement because, you know, last year, like, his brother had just died. His brother died, I think it was a few days before his fight against Brian Kelleher, you know, and then he fought Jimmy Rivera, you know, the next month. So it's one of, yeah, it's one of those ones, man. Um, You kind of think... Is that why? Because he did look, he did look flat in that Rivera win. Now, nothing taken away from Rivera. Rivera was very good, but yeah. So, has he been able to, you know, get his mind right? You know, it's a, yeah, his brother used to train with him. You know, so it, it, it's it's yeah. You know, every time he goes and prepares, he's gonna be thinking about him. Right, so, yeah, it's always very tough. Now, Stamen, man, he has been in there with you know, some top fighters. You know, Al Jermaine, Sterling, Brian Carraway, um, you know, Alahejo Perez, Young De Song, Song De Young, um, even. You know, so, yeah, there's been some... Definitely been in there with some tough people, and he's shown that he's, uh, you know, he's good, right? He's, um, yeah, he he's, you know, it's usually a decision fight when you when you're in there with, um, you know, Stamen, uh, and he's shown his gas tank is legit, right? His gas tank is legit. <sighs> I don't know, 
<laughs> it's, it's very, ah, very hard. I'm probably going to say Stamen, right? Probably going to say Stamen. Just because the experience and everything that, you know, that he brings in there. Yeah, let, let's say, you know, Cody gets it done. We'll just assume that everything is cool with him. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm going to say Stamen. But, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting fight. You know, because Asgar is, uh, yeah, I think he's shown that he's got the skills. You know? So that then takes us to the flyweight division. And this is an interesting one. So the fight was originally scheduled to last year, but had to be postponed. I think um, because Cape had got COVID, I think. But yeah, it's Alexander Patoja against Manel Cape. And uh, yeah... Oh, man, I have been looking forward to this fight for a long time, people. Long ass time. So, the Cannonball, he is 22 and 5. 22 and 5? It's like, god damn. He, he's coming off a loss in his last fight, right? Which was against Askar Askarov. Yeah, no, some of the some of it is never. No, it's a different dude. <laughs> so who's uh, fighting in the, the, the in the last fight? Yeah, because yeah, he was winning. He had a great first round. Great first round. Looked sensational. I I feel he tired himself out, right? Tired himself out, and allowed Askarov to um yeah get back into it and take over. I mean, um. Now, he's, he's got a decision loss to Davison Figueredo, which, you know, that's, you have to look at that and go, you know what, that's all right. The fact that you're able to go 15 minutes with Figure, Figueredo is impressive because, whew, his power is insane. You know, so I think that, that, that goes to show, you know, uh, just the kind of skill set of Pantoja, right? And he, he came to the UFC via season 24 of The Ultimate Fighter. So he was, you know, the, 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 in that champion um, situation, right? When they brought all the champions in to um, yeah, potentially challenge uh, Demetrius Johnson, right? So, um yeah, I think he was a champion at LFA or RFA, Legacy or LFA or RFA, one or two, you know, when it be, because they merged. Mm. Yeah, no, I think he was the overall champion because he won in the fight when the, the two competition, you know, franchises came together as they merged. So, yeah, I think he was a champion for them, technically, going into that. So, you know, and... In that, you know, he, in the ultimate fire, remember, he beat Brandon Moreno and Kai Cara France, right? So, uh, yeah, he's got skills, man. Pantoja is, I think he also, he was, I want to say that he was Jose Aldo's um, jiu-jitsu coach. I think that's correct. So, yeah, he, his skill set 
it's it's crazy. You know, he's he's talented for sure. But <laughs> but it's always a but, right? He's going in against Starboy, right? Who's fifteen and four on a free fight win streak. Now, Manel Cape is he when you see him fight, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. He's so crazy. Like one he's Last three fights via stoppage, you know. So those were in um, Risen, you know. He won. He had the belt, right? So uh, his last fight was on their, um, you know, end of year event, right? End of year event in twenty nineteen, um, and he got the big win against uh, Kia Askura. Right, um, he also beat um, Takia Mizajoki. You know, so yeah, he he's got some big wins over in Risen, man. You know, I mean? he he's beat, ooh, some people. And the Askura was a, uh, you know, it was a rematch because he lost the the first time. It was a split decision, but yeah, he beat Ian McCall. You know, who is a um, UFC vet. You know, just a MMA vet, man. You know? So, yeah, he's been doing... Oh, he's been doing crazy things outside the UFC. His power is something else. And Pantoja is kind of got away from the jiu-jitsu. You know, so when you look at his record and, you know, like those wins against Cara France Moreno, yeah, like, because he was taking people down and he was working, you know, the submissions and all of that, right? So he had all of that. But, yeah, he he's kind of feeling the hands now. You know, he kind of feel you know, he got a knockout over Matt Schnell, Right, so that's what we kind of saw in the Askarov fight. And I think if he wants to stand there, Cape could potentially knock him out. Right, so, yeah, I I, I think that Cape is going to make a big debut. You know, I think he's going to come in and, he, yeah, they're going to stand, they're going to trade, and then Cape is going to show that, whew, you know that disgusting power he's got. Man, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting fight. I am looking forward to this fight for sure, people. Man, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So from there, we, uh, we've got another ladies fight. Got another ladies. You know what I mean? one thing I say about the UFC, right? They do. A lot of the times we get free ladies fights on the card, which is great. You know, there's, you think what? There's strawweight, bantamweight, and there's a uh, featherweight. Oh, now there's flyweight. So there are four divisions, but yeah, we do cover. I mean, yeah, you know, the the featherweight. You know, it's not really that deep. So we mainly see straw. You know, fly and bantam, which we can get all in one card at some times. You know, so uh, yeah, but we got Marianne Renu 
against uh, Macy Chazan. Yeah, so yeah, this is a fun one. So the Belazine, uh, the Belazine Bruiser Ranu. You know, she's nine six and one. Now she's coming off three losses. Right, coming off three losses in her last ones, which was Raquel Pennington. So that was in June last year. We had Yana Kutsunaya um and Kat Zingano. Right? Which I think might have been Kat's last fight. I think. I can't remember. Um, you know, now, she's beaten, like, Sarah McMahon, right, she, um, drew with Beth Kaija, um, Milana Dunaveva, she beat her, uh, you know, she beat Jessica Andrade, right, you know what I mean, Renu, she's, she has definitely got skills, right, she's definitely got skills, it's just, I don't know, it's an odd one. Like sometimes it just seems she comes in there and she's kind of flat. You know, which, yeah, it's hard to put your finger on because we've seen her just look sensational. But sometimes it just doesn't come together. You know, for whatever reason, I don't know. But yeah, that's what happens, man. You know? Um. <sighs> You know, so, yeah, this is a tough one. This is a definitely a tough fight, you know, for her. You know, she's going in there against, um, you know, Shazan, who, uh, I mean, she's coming off a loss, I believe, right? Oh, no, 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 she's actually coming off a win. Um, Shayna Young, right? So that was February last year. Um... Yeah, no, she lost to Lena Landsberg, which, yeah, was a crazy one, because, like, you kind of figure, yeah, she's going to win this fight, but she just, it just seemed to tire herself out, you know, um, which I think, you know, it, it's definitely one that she has learned from, I'd say, you know, definitely one she's learned from, but she looked, man, she came in, um, you know, fired season 28 of The Ultimate Fighter, she won, she won it, you know, the, the ladies portion of that, and looked great, you know, so she had a great win over, like, Pani Kinzard, you know, beat Gina Manz Mazani, right, Sarah Morais looked sensational, but yeah, then in that Landsberg one, she was just flat, Right, just flat. So, yeah, I kind of feel that she, you know, if if she's back to what we know, I think she beats Renault. You know, I, I think she does. Right, she's got submission. She's got ground and pound. She is. She's got. I feel that she has a high arm. She has a high bar. Right, I I feel that. You know. Shazan has the potential to fight for the belt. You know, I I, I think if, if she sticks to working hard, she's got that potential. She fights out of Fortis MMA, which is a great camp. 
You know, she just needs to stay focused. I I also kind of figured that she may. You know, I mean, as she gets older, but she's only twenty nine. You know, we might see her moving up, right? I wouldn't be surprised if later in her career she does fight um, in the featherweight division. You know, but uh, yeah. As of now, she's a, a promising bantamweight, and uh, yeah, I think that she's going to be able to uh, uh, get the win over Ranu, you know, so, that people, man, it takes us to the co-main event, the co-main event, and this fight, oh my days, this fight is... I mean, we've been waiting for it, right, it was meant to happen at the, um, you know, the end, no, begin, it was meant to happen at the beginning of 2020, right, but uh, Frankie took that fight against um, Zombie at the end of 2019 and lost that, so, yeah, it's meant to be January, yeah, so, um, yeah, obviously, the way that fight ended, he wasn't going to be able to take that fight. Right, so, um, yeah, you know, we we were looking at this for a while, then wondering, oh, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? But it is happening, right? We get the answer, who is 24-8-1, coming off a win in the last fight, which was um, a, a very, you know, got to say, very impressive one, you know, and, and I feel it was, yeah, a bit of a surprise, you know, and that's not taking anything away from Frankie, you know, but he was making his bantamweight debut, you know, so, man, it's insane, right, Frankie Edgar used to fight at lightweight, used to fight at lightweight, and, you know, dropped down to featherweight, right, looked great, doing his thing, and now he's dropped down again, you're just like, what, (laughs) this is insane, I mean, and it is a weight class that you do kind of feel that, yeah, he could have probably been fighting at this one from the beginning, but he had so much success at, you know, lightweight, and then even at featherweight, had a lot of success, just was never able to get that belt, but when you, you know, consider the killers who were there, it's not surprising, it was tough, but, um, yeah, now he's there, now he's there, but, man, that bantamweight division is just stacked, stacked with killers, but, yeah, when he got the win over Pedro Munez, that was... Yeah, I mean, it was a split decision, you know, and I think some people said, feel that Munez got it, but, you know, Frankie, he did look good, he did good look, he did look good, yeah, oh my gosh, he looked good, right, so you kind of feel that this fight against Sanhagen, after Sanhagen's last win, that this could be, you know what I mean, this could be the number one contender fight, 
right? The winner of this fight could win the winner of um Peter Yan and Aljamain Sterling. So it is all on the line. So the Sandman, he is 13 and 2, coming off that sensational, sensational stoppage of Marlon Marais. You know, that, oh, that will kick, man. That was something else, right? Now, so that was October last year. You know, and it was a great way to come back from that Aljamain Sterling loss. You know, which was just so quick, right? But, you know, when we consider, like, all the fights before that, you know what I mean? So that was just one blip on that record. So, yeah, Sanhagen, he, he is very good. Now, right, I think, you know, people might wonder, can Edgar... Do to San Hagen what he did to maybe like Yaya Rodriguez. You know, when he got that, when he just took him down and just worked the hell out of him on the ground. You know, that's the big thing. People are like, oh, will he, you know, will he be able to do that? You know, and you, you've got to think, I don't know. I don't think he can. You know, I don't think he can. You know, because I think Sanhagen, he's shown some decent, you know, defense. And also, I, he, he, you know, he's not going to be easily, you know, submitted. Like, Aljamain Sterling did, but Aljamain Sterling, he trains with Matt Sarah. Right? When you see the people Sterling trained with. Yeah, he he's um, you know he's feeling special. You know he just he he did that wrestling match recently. You know with a, a high school wrestler. You know he's a legit badass wrestler, and Sterling nearly won that fight. Right, so Al Jermaine is you know what I mean losing to Al Jermaine, that does not reflect on your. Actual skill set So yeah I, I don't think that Edgar can You know Yaya Rodriguez Sanhagen you know, I, I think Sanhagen I think he's just got Way too many skills, Weapons He's a lot younger You know he's 28 Right he, he, he's, he's 28 And yeah, he he's just man hasn't taken as much damage. Now Edgar is thirty nine. He's thirty nine, and he's been in wars. He's been in war. I mean, just remember those two, those two with Gray Maynard, right? Those two, and he's fought Maynard three times, technically. Like, and those two were wars. The last two were wars, right? He's got the the fights with BJ Penn. He's got the fights with Benson Henderson, Jose Aldo. You know, he, like, he's fought so many big-ass fights. 
man, he's been in so many wars, you know, so it's, it's that, right, and then recently, Brian Ortega, Max Holloway, you know, Korean Zombie, right, they were, and even the Munez one wasn't an easy fight, so there's so much wear and tear, right, so yeah, I just think, um, you know, Corey, he, he's just gonna be a bit too much, and he's gonna get that win, you know, should be, definitely gonna be a fun one, though, you know what I mean, definitely gonna be a fun fight, but now, Steph, it's the main event, people. It's the heavyweight clash. Man, and this is an interesting fight. We got Alistair Overeem against Alexander Volkov. Right, now, yeah, we know Reem has been in there for just, whew, forever. But Volkov, he's no, uh, you know, he's no slouch. He's got a record on him, man. Drago, he's 32 and 8. 32 and 8. Right? So he's had 40 fights. And that's pro. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, would you consider probably what he's done in the amateur? Man. Right? All those crazy training sessions. Yeah, and he's 32. So he's coming off a win in his last fight, which was against Walt Harris. You know, so that was October last year. Uh, UFC 254, Khabib v. Gaethje. So, yeah, he's been on Fight Island. And, uh, man, that was a good win. That was a good win for him. And even in that loss to Curtis Blades, right, even in that loss... He was still game in the fifth round. You know, getting taken down. And he was still... He was hunting blades in that last round. Right? Now, what the, like the whole thing was, he said with that fight, he couldn't get training partners. He couldn't work on that, you know, takedown defense and all of that. And I, I think that's fair. But, you know, his stamina was good. You know what I mean? You definitely and his stand up was good. When they when they were standing, Blades was in trouble. So there are a couple blip like and the Derek Lewis, he was winning that fight. Winning for one lapse of concentration at the very end of the third round. And he yeah, he loses. But you know, he beat Fabicio for Doom. And and that was you know, Fabicio when he was like Legit, you know, Stefan Struve, Roy Nelson, you know, he's beat some tough motherfuckers, man, you know what I mean, so, yeah, like, Volkov is legit, you know, he, he's, he can knock people out, and he does have a, you know, a, a few submissions, right, which is crazy, but the thing is, the thing is he's going up against Doreen, the demolition man. He's going up against Alistair Bloody Overeem. 47, 18, and one no contest. You know what I mean? Like, what is that record? And remember, 
Also, the the kickboxing. The amount of kickboxing fights he had as well. Like, Overeem is just a monster. Just a monster. So, he's coming off two wins, right? So, there's um, Augusta Stackey, which happened in um, September last year. You know? And Walt Harris, right? He was in trouble in both fights, but came back, you know? And that loss... That kind of interrupts that last lot of wins, you know, against Josinio Rosenstruck. Yeah, he was winning that fight. He was winning that fight. And if the referee hadn't called it, he would have won. And the referee shouldn't have called that fight. Because Rosenstruck walked off, Ream was up. Yeah, so yeah, you know, like Alistair Overeem is just. Insane after you know, just huge knockouts, right? Like Francis Ngano, Curtis Blades knocked him out, right? Stipe, man, like Ben Rothwell, like Travis Brown, Antonio Silva. We'd seen him take damage, and you wondered, you wondered, like, is he, is he still got it? He changed that fucking style. Man went to train at Elevation with Curtis Blades, right? Blades beat him, and then he's like, yo, can we train? And he moved to Elevation, and we've seen him change his style. Seen him change his style, which has kept him in there, and he's still, you know, getting stoppages. It's not like, oh, now he's just playing it safe. No, he's still stopping people, but he's not putting himself in danger, and, um, you know, Overeem saying, right, this is one more run, this is it, so you, yeah, you think if Overeem loses this, he's, he's done, right, now, not technically done, done, but he won't ever get to that belt again, so, yeah, it's all to play for, and Volkov, he wants, he needs to win as well, you know, to stay in that contention, now, technically, he's probably got a little bit more time but he, he doesn't want to get that set back. But you do kind of feel, right? Overeem, he knows what's on the line. And, yeah, you think, man, Overeem, one more run, man. I'm I'm sold. I'm with it. I'd love to see it. So, yeah, I'm going to say Alistair Overeem. You know what I mean? The Reem demolition, man. Whatever you want to call him, man. He's just legit. And yeah, I'm saying Overeem, one more run, baby. Let's go. Man, I can't wait for this card. It's so fun, right? So, uh, yeah, let's see how we do. See how we do on these predictions, people. And, um, yeah, we will be there on Monday to recap everything. Okay, people. So, as we draw to an end of another episode... Let us take a look and see what's happening in the world of fight announcements. So, um, yeah, if you record an episode and then suddenly everything changes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, the fight between Marion Renou and um, Macy Shazan, that is now off 
from the weekend. So Renew, um, unfortunately, you know she um, she has tested a positive for uh, COVID. So um, you know they've had to uh, postpone the fight. Don't worry though, it is still taking place. It will now happen on the 27th of February. Also, Denny's Bonda, he is out of his fight with O.D. Osborne. But don't worry, people, because Jerome Riviera is stepping in. That fight is still taking place on Saturday. And they were meant to fight last year, you know, but um, yo, it got postponed and Riviera fought on Fight Island on uh, the Wednesday card, right? He fought um, Francisco Figueredo. Uh, so let's move on to, um, yeah, so on the 27th of February, when the Renew Chezon fight will take place, Hannah Cyphers was meant to be fighting Emily Whitmore, but unfortunately Cyphers has had to withdraw. But in steps Sam Hughes. You know, Hughes, she fought um, on Fight Island. You know, she it didn't go well. So yeah, this will be her opportunity to get back into the mix. But no easy fight against Whitmore. On the 6th of March, we've got UFC 259, and uh, a couple of very good fights have been added to that one. So, Islam Makachev will be fighting Drew Dober. Both have been on a little bit of a run. Both are definitely fighters who, um, yeah, people are looking at. So, this will be who's gonna step to that next level and also on that card joseph benavides you know he's gonna be fighting askar askarov so uh, hey can't wait for that that's gonna be interesting um then on the 27th of march right which is ufc 60 two pay-per-views in the month Interesting, but uh, Thomas Almeida will be fighting Sean O'Malley, so that's a fun fight, you know what I mean? Then uh, we jump to the 10th of April, and we've got a, a free big fight. So, um, Alaskab Kirizev will be fighting Carl Duckus. So, uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. Then we have got Luis Saldana, right, who's um, come off uh, the Contender Series against another contract winner, Jordan Griffin. Right, so, uh, yeah, they will be both going at it. And this fight, Arnold Allen against Sadiq Yusef. Oh, I mean, that's, that is pretty big. Right, Arnold, Arnold Allen has been on a tear. And, you know, Yusuf, he's got that knockout power. 
So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what um you know what can happen. Can Allen avoid the big punch? You know what I mean? It will definitely show how far Allen Star can rise. And then on the 17th of April, the following week, Tracy Cortez will be fighting a Justin Kish. So yeah, people, that's it. You know what I mean? Interesting fight. Can't wait. Um, and that's us. We'll be back on Friday to talk about all the news, everything that's been going down. So, until then, people, peace.